This episode is brought to you by Push Messaging God's Urban Airship. They can be found at urbanairship.com and by ThinkNear. Their location score platform delivers the most accurate location targeting available on mobile. Visit them at locationscore.com. This is the Mobile App Minute, a weekly look at how to market your mobile app in a noisy world. Here are your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Peggy Ann Souls. Welcome back. You have found the Mobile App Minute. My name is Rob Woodbridge from Untether.tv. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz over at Mobile Groove. Peggy, cross-promotion, which involves the practice of setting up apps that promote each other to their audiences, is a wonderful, free way to promote your app. In practice, app developers advertise each other's apps via advertising placements within those apps. It's a perfect approach for developers on a tight budget. And although there's no real currency being exchanged between the app developers using this model, the app downloads this promotion strategy can drive are certainly money in the bank for your app business. Peggy, how should developers prepare to take real business advantage out of this app advertising and promotion swap? Well, good point, Rob, because that's exactly it. Cross-promotion schemes are indeed on the rise. They're very popular. Expect to see this you know, rising in popularity, more of them. I'll get to that actually in a moment. So whether you're exchanging impressions, clicks, downloads, uh, downloads installs, sales, whatever, fundamental principle is always the same. It's value for value. So you have to make certain that all participants, that means you and your partner, are extracting value because you're contributing to the exchange. So the benefits of app promotion are a no-brainer. For one, app devs, they can target their customers with ads related to the apps they already know and love because they've already interacted with them. So I mean, it's not a great threshold to introduce and promote another app to these users. And we know from the freemium model that you know 30% of apps uh, roughly are financed through freemium. So I mean, there's a huge audience there. Uh, another point is, you know, so it costs nothing. And another point is control. You know, you're in charge. The app dev alone decides the partners, the apps, where they want to show their app. They decide the barter. They decide the deal. And they reap the benefits, which I think is really important here. Uh, piece of advice here, don't do it blind. You know, keep in mind that cross-promotion is a kind of barter. It's a deal. It relies heavily on analysis. Funnel optimization, testing, lots of it. So there's a lot of analytics involved. At one level, you want to make it, of course, easy for um, users to find out about the apps that you're promoting, but you also want a mechanism in place to uh, manage this, to balance this, to provide transparency, accountability, really important. So... Um, Although there are a number of ways to boost installs of your apps, um, there's a lot of work that goes into this. It involves processing and finding the traffic sources. It involves setting a budget, tracking results, optimizing, so on. So with a good app promotion network, cross-promotion network, all you need to do is create the campaign, set up the ads, go live, and you have an ongoing solution for app promotion. Yeah, for app uh, for new app developers and for old app developers, this is an effective channel to reach potential customers. It is actually, a, you know, in one of my previous lives, I actually ran a mobile game company, and this was one of our chief strategies to actually get our games into new hands. For the established app publishers, cross promotion provides a way to monetize their visibility. 
So if you're installed on a number of applications on a number of devices already, leverage that and help other independent developers actually create some value in their games as well. Now there are many active cross-platform cross-promotion networks, including AppFlood, ChartBoost, TapJoy, and Leadbolt. In a broader sense, Facebook and Twitter are also in this business by providing cross-promotion. Uh, they open up their real estate in news feeds to app publishers. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant about it. It's, you know, it's crowding Twitter, um, Facebook, in on the action. And it's crowding because the opportunity is growing. But keep in mind, you know, there's some difference here. here. So you need to be shopping around. Some are going to only focus on games. So if you have an app in a different genre, you know, forget it. You can't come in. It's a closed party. Others are also not suited for indie developers, so watch that. They might require, say, a minimum of uh, 20,000 uh, boot-ups per day. And so if your app can't deliver that type of interaction, again, you know, you won't be able to join the party. Another thing also to watch, and watch this really carefully, because, because it's so, such a crowded space and so popular now, um, Look at the transparency. And what I mean here is, you know, there needs to be a relevant match. So you have to look for cross promotion um, networks and exchanges that say, yes, you know, we're going to match a relevant ad with an app. You know, we're going to see that people have clicked on apps like, like this or using apps like this and match that ad with that behavior. That is really key. So these are just points to have on your checklist as you shop around. And uh, I do mean shop around, which brings me, incidentally, to another company, a newcomer out there called TapDeck. Um, TapDeck is an advertising exchange for mobile applications aimed at indie developers specifically. So it's for indies who want to advertise within each other's apps. And this exchange is, interestingly enough, gaining traction among app developers because it is open to apps across all genres. That's really key. Highly organic and transparent driven by mutual benefit. So what makes TapDeck stand out is it's kind, as I said, it's an open collaborative marketplace. The platform gets around the problem of needing app devs to spend cash because it operates its own currency known as the DAC. So you spend DAC to get downloads and you earn by sharing apps on social networks, installing and reviewing other people's apps, and of course, importantly, driving installs in your app for other people's apps using the TapDAC ad network. So what you do is you're earning DAC when you help other devs and you're spending DAC in order to make certain your apps gain more downloads. And the more active you are, uh, the more DAC you get, which makes sense. And the more DAC you earn, of course, it's the less real money you have to spend promoting your app. And I think that's really key. So to take a look at it, as, as usual, I take the platform out for a spin, as you know, Rob. And um, I was really impressed with how simple it was because, you know, Basically, for me, I guess it has to be simple. And uh, I love the emphasis on what really matters here, which is relevance. So, you know, I really think it's important to ensure that relevant match because um, other exchanges are always going to funnel, well, not always, but they, you know, they pretty much do as a matter of business strategy. They funnel the highest paying inventory, which is why, of course, we're seeing a lot of ads for the likes of Clash of Clans and Candy Crush. So how do you monetize if, for example, you know, you're an app developer with an edutainment game for kids or toddlers? Well, you know, that's a challenge, right? And that's why um, this 
Tapjack platform was created and also why it's also very transparent. So it allows you to, uh, to make that match. But I think also important here is it allows you to build relationships with other app developers who are promoting your app. So you can actually see, you know, basically these are your partners and you can see them in the system. You can see who they are. You can see what they're doing. Um, and uh, you can interact with them. You can say, hey, you know, I see you're doing really well with my app. Let's connect or whatever. And also, if you don't see the app devs there that you would like to see, you can also um, invite them in. And uh, finally, last point, the stats are solid. You know, I'm a data fiend, so the stats always have to be solid. You can check performance. That is, you can check against the revenue data from ad networks, including Apple, Chart. Boost, Google Play, Playhaven, AppLovin, more to come there. And interestingly, you can go onto the performance page and check exactly how the average revenue per download has changed over a period of time and what the difference is from, user from, from the user across the different applications. And, uh, and finally, I'd have to add that uh, I've met with Ted Nash. I've interviewed him over at Mobile Presence. He's himself an app developer. He's 23 years old. <laughs> which is, uh, you know, he understands the app space for sure. He understands the challenges. And um, he was experiencing these frustrations, founded TapDAC, an open marketplace for indie app devs, and, uh, you know, who else is really focusing on that particular segment? He's, uh, he's 23, this founder, Ted Nash? Yes, 23, Rob, and his company has recently received funding. So uh, he's going to be going places, the company's going to be going places, an app dev, in fact his first app was very similar to Secrets, so you know he's been on the money once already, I'm very excited to see what will be coming from TapDeck moving forward. 23, Ted Nash, 23. congratulations. We know that this is a, there's a huge earnings gap here in this industry and it's dominated by the big players out there, so every advantage that you can take advantage of, you should. And as I said before, I ran a mobile game company, and this was one of our chief strategies, which was to insert our games into other games' top titles lists. And we did the same thing for others, and it always generated a considerable download boost and also revenue boost. So go and do this. And I think that, uh, you know, 23 years old, Ted, I think we should raise the Goblet of Rock, should we, Maggie? Do you think <laughs> absolutely. so? Absolutely. I, I, absolutely. To Ted, absolutely. To Ted. 23 years old. To Ted. Thank you so much, Peggy. We should go to tapdac.com, T-A-P-D-A-Q.com, and go and start taking advantage of this great resource. And this has been another Mobile App Minute. Until the next time. Thanks, Peggy. Thanks, Rob. Don't forget to come back next week for our next episode.